This is Neon and Beyond. You're at the right place at the right time where we get you connected with everything going on here in Southern Nevada, Clark County, and the greatest state ever. That is Nevada. All right. Crazy to think that school is right around the corner and what is going on. And one of the things I think that we forget about is the preparation of going back to school is so much more than school supplies. There's a lot that goes into that. And a newbie joining us this morning, not new to the charity or the charity be new on Neon and Beyond, but Dr. Jason Kiss from Boys Town, Nevada is joining us. And doctor, I love your name, Dr. Kiss. I mean, that's just perfect. Thank you so much. It's it's funny. People still think uh, they can come up with witty uh, jokes. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm in my 40s, dude. I've heard it all. But, uh, <laughs> got much cooler once I got the doctorate. <laughs> that is so cool. I love it. Well, you are at Boys Town, Nevada. How long have you been there? Uh, I've actually almost been here for four years now. Awesome. And for those that are listening this morning on Neon and Beyond and might not know about Boys Town, Nevada, what are you guys, what's your organization, and who are you helping? Uh, well, we, we mostly work with families and children. Um, I work in the behavioral health clinic side of things, but we were founded way back in the day. Uh, there's even a movie about it, uh, basically as a home for boys and the entire perspective uh, was and is that there's no such thing as a bad child, just bad circumstances that a child is in. And, you know, they learn uh, mechanisms to cope with the bad situation, but when put in other situations, those mechanisms don't really work out very well. So we come in, we, uh, we're very uh, behaviorally based, so we work on the behavior with kids and try to focus on uh, helping them make better choices um, and, you know, showing them, hey, like, this is this is what happens every time this behavior happens. Let's try to change the behavior and see what happens with the consequences. Right. Um, it's really great and really re- rewarding. I've worked with some really wonderful kids and families since I've been here. And, you know, through all of the work that I've been blessed to do here on Neon and Beyond, I will say that your guys' work is, A, so impactful, and B, it does work when you really reach out. So I can't stress enough that if you need the help of Boys Town, Nevada, you know, they are always there for everyone and anyone. And you can find out more information at boystown.org. They have great things going on. But like I started, we were talking about going back to school, and I know um, through the pandemic and, and now especially, we're really focusing on mental fitness and how that works. And that's kind of my key in all of this. And glad that you and I got to connect this morning. As we prepare to go back to school, what are you guys doing and why is this important for you guys? Um, I've been trying to focus a lot with parents on on practicing everything that uh, will be important for the kids. I mean, a lot of people expect the switch to go overnight. I mean, I think most adults out there know what it's like when we fly to the East Coast from here, and suddenly it's three hours earlier. We're expected to wake up at 3 a.m. our time so that we can be at, at a place on time. And uh, we don't realize that kids are going through the same thing. They don't have a set bedtime during the summer. And if it's not slowly scaled back, um, you know, you have to practice a sleep schedule. You have to practice every, everything you're doing. Um, my favorite is, is people who are surprised that their kids have to um, practice sitting down and being cool, calm, and collected because you just spent all, all summer running around playing or more likely sitting down playing video games and not focusing on stuff that makes you work your brain. 
Um, and that, that shift to back to um, having to, to work, having to focus, uh, having to do things that you just don't want to do because, I mean, come on, especially with Tears of the Kingdom coming out this past summer, like, uh, <laughs> they've been having some a really good time on, on their consoles. Why are they going to easily sit in a classroom and smile? See, you bring up so many great points. I mean, that's... I didn't even really think so much about it until I've been able to do some of these interviews as we get ready to go back to school because we're always about the school supplies and making sure we have all that. But, I mean, I didn't really even think about that. The school, the sleep schedule for school, and they really haven't had it. And sitting there and focusing, it's so true. And you got to think we, as adults, might be as much as we want to say we are prepared and what we do, we just know because we're conditioned <laughs> and they're not. It, and it's interesting because we don't think about how much we model for kids. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people who end up being surprised that, you know, their, their kids are like, aren't valuing reading. Dude, oh, I'm so disappointed. My kid's just not a reader. I, when I was her age, I read all the time. And I'm like, well, when's the last time she caught you reading a book? Yeah. Um, ouch. Like, ouch. Yeah. Like, and it, it's, it, it, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit too blunt for my own good, but that's, that's my ADHD. No, in. I love it. Uh, I love it. Let's be blunt <laughs> this morning, doctor. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's interesting. We don't often think about how much our own behavior is, is picked up on by kids around us. Like, and it, it's not just your kids. I mean, it's, your your nieces, your nephews, your grandkids, uh, you have an impact on the kids around you. And we talk about kids not valuing X, Y, or Z that we say that we value. We'll show them that you value it, and they might better pick up on that. Yeah, it's all about your actions, right? Because they speak louder it, than words. We forget that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I mean, like, yeah. how is a kid going to want to get off of their console when, you know, dad comes home from work and gets out of the console? Yeah, exactly. It's so true. So with all of this said and the practices, what are you guys doing to help uh, everyone, you know, get back into school and cope with this and start prepare for a healthy school year? So I think it's a lot of talk about uh, practicing, a lot of uh, talking about role playing and about focusing on um, you know, again, what, what the parents valuing, what the, what they hope they can, uh, impart as values to their kids. Um, and, and part of that does come through practice and role play. Um, you know, the, the more a kid feels connected to school, the more a kid feels that his school is a, a valuable experience, the more invested he or she is going to be in succeeding. So if you can figure out ways to help your child understand how to make friends. Uh, because again, that's, that's another skill. We, we forget that we don't automatically know how to make friends. And especially after the pandemic, when everyone was just at home all day. Um, I mean, I don't know about you. One of the things I, I see a lot are, are a lot of um, antagonistic behaviors that have increased. And it's just more like it's trash talking from Fortnite or whatever. And it's considered companionable on video games. Well, you know, in real life, it is what starts a fight. So just role-playing how to have conversations, how to relate to people. Um, and it, it's interesting how much little ones really do understand and pick up on. I, I, th- I feel like 
the little kids get really frustrated because we, they don't often get talked to like they're people. They get talked to like they're dumb, and nobody likes that. I don't care what age you are. Yeah, absolutely. And the other part of this that I was, you know, so crazy about everything and I thought was so interesting and so cool that you guys are doing is that you're helping teachers in the classrooms as well, right? Well, you know, what's really fun is uh, we have started an intern program in the last few years, and we are now sending some of our interns in to uh, do some, some workshops with students, with teachers. Um, it's, it's very new. It's, it's still developing as, as we go, and we're doing a lot of uh, studies to make sure that you know, everything is, uh, uh, is, is working, is valuable, and is uh, seen as valuable by people at the school. Um, we also have uh, in-school specialists that are, are there for kids. Um, there, Boys Town has a lot of different programs. Um, it's interesting because the behavioral health clinic is, uh, is in a separate building due to privacy concerns and everything. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's so much that's available for help out there um, right now. And it's just we're, we're in a great point where we're growing a lot. Absolutely. This morning, Dr. Jason Kiss is joining us from Boys Town, Nevada. There's nearly 55,000 impacted by Boys Town, Nevada. And when we say impacted, we're talking about helping kids that need it. Um, they serve historically underrepresented underrepresented children through mental and behavioral health programs. And Dr. Jason Kiss is one of the leaders there that's helping with all of this. And and for those that are listening, like, well, okay, well, how do I get the help? Because there are, I mean, Dr. Jason Kiss and I could talk all morning about the amazing programs you guys have. There are a lot of programs. And I know some people sometimes think, well, mine's just so little or they can't help me. But you don't know unless you make that first call or the first outreach um, but help people understand, you know, what they, what you guys can do to help people. You know, it's, it's, I, I really appreciate you bringing up uh, the, 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 the age thing, because we work with kids as small as, as two. Uh, there's uh, different treatment modalities. Uh, PCIT, which is parent-child interactive therapy, is a way to teach parents and children to better communicate, and it helps parents learn how to speak so their child can hear and how to uh, give targeted praise rather than general praise because uh, it's interesting because you know like you'll you'll tell a kid hey great job and you think that you're saying great job for him cleaning his room but really he just passed gas and he thinks you're saying that that's a great job so then he's going around ah. tooting thinking he's doing a great job and you're like that's disgusting what are you doing right they're they get very confused. So, like, we, we work with kids of all ages, and there's there's actually been a few uh, instances where we'll be working with one of the kids in a family. We'll realize, hey, the other kid in the family or one of the parents could really use uh, working with one of our other therapists so that we're hitting all of the areas and making sure that it's a holistic experience. Um. It, there, there's no age range where, you know, you can't be helped. And, you know, when it comes to the younger ones, sure, it, it's a lot of work with parents to help with learning how to manage behaviors and how to um, encourage positive behaviors. It, it's, it's interesting because there's, there's a solution to every problem. 
It's just the getting to the solution is sometimes a journey. Absolutely. Well, great things are happening at Boys Town, Nevada. Dr. Jason Kiss has joined us this morning. Um, is the best way to find out all that information checking out boystown.org? Most definitely. We have so much information up on boystown.org. And before we let you go, like we said, we're getting ready to go back to school. For parents and kids, give us top top three, five tips as we get ready to go back to school for everyone. Um. Help your kids set up a routine. Do not set it up for your kid. Help your kids set up a routine. Kids like to have some control over the order in which they do things, and especially with neurodivergent children, they thrive under a schedule but can't stand when someone else gives them a schedule. Um, encourage connectivity with other kids, with teachers, and, and any other social interactions. Um, and encourage your kids to get Physical. Uh, we're, we're not focusing a lot on physical wellness and its impact on mental wellness. And again, especially in uh, neurodivergent kids, resetting that brain by giving them at least uh, 45 minutes to an hour of uh, cardio every day is so important. And it's a little bit getting lost right now. And that's swimming. That's a big one for kids, especially yes. the younger kids under 12. I'll, I'll say that as a mom of two 10-year-olds. Uh, swimming is one of the best exercises, and it, it is also really great for kids with asthma. Absolutely. See, Dr. Jason Kiss, I would love to talk to you for hours and hours. A plethora of information this morning. Boys Town, Nevada is where you can find them. And thank you for the back-to-school tips, and thank you for helping the nearly over 55,000 kids impacted and getting help by Boys Town. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too.